peace and goodwill to all men. It's time to shine, 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 shine. Welcome to another episode of Pause with the Pastors. I'm Tammy Jackson, the senior pastor here at Anniston First Methodist. I'm here today with Davis Johnson, one of our associate pastors, and we are starting a new sermon series this coming week. It is called The Model Church. Davis, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, we are looking at, similarly to how we, in our series on the fruit of the Spirit, where we looked at the anatomy of a healthy heart as you seek to grow in the Spirit of God. This is kind of looking at a healthy foundation, a healthy floor plan for a community's faith life together. So this is going to be a series in which we look to the early church and Acts, and we look at the ways that they gathered their knowledge and witnessed to the people around them and the way that they decided what was essential. It's going to be a way that we look to how we ought to be forming ourselves as a contemporary form of something that's eternal. That's right. And we hope that you feel it in the progression of what we've been doing lately. We started during Lent talking about um, acknowledging our brokenness and how God wants us to be holy and whole. And he takes all that brokenness and makes a beautiful mosaic out of it. When we begin that journey to health, we can begin to bear the fruit of the Spirit that we talked about. And then we have Pentecost where the Holy Spirit comes and turns a group of disciples into witnesses, into the church. And now we're looking at what does a healthy church do. And so we'll be using episodes out of the book of Acts to talk about the different things that we should do. Some of those are positive examples. Some of those are things we don't want to repeat and do. We're going to be covering a lot of different topics of how we organize ourselves in the church. We're going to be looking at how we engage new perspectives as we gain new people in our congregation. How do we plug new people into leadership? How do we find the things that we ought to be doing in the Spirit? How do we decide what God's calling us to do? What are the things that we do together to decide what we're focused on? And how do we not just uplift one kind of calling. How can we look to all the various ways God's calling us to live out our faith and succeed in creating multiple avenues for faithful service? And the creation of the church and the beginning of this that happened on Pentecost was a distinct change. The way the believers had been operating had to change. Now they're doing new things that People who had been listening and learning are now being the ones teaching and proclaiming. And the church over time has had to change. If we don't change, we become stagnant and we begin to decline. Every generation has new challenges and needs new ways to be met. So you mentioned a while ago a contemporary um, iteration of the church. And contemporary, that's not referring to style of music. It's referring to the fact that we're in this time. The the church in Acts was in that time, but we continue doing some of the same things, though they may look a little bit different. Certainly. And in any community life, it's very easy to get focused on what you do rather than why you started Mm -hmm. doing it. And so traditionalism is a huge obstacle to being a traditional worshiper. And so 
there are many pieces of what we hold on to that are very traditional that we want to make sure are still alive in our faith. Mm -hmm. So this in no way talks of being contemporary in no way means throwing out what is old, what we've inherited. It means how can we make sure that we're engaging with this tradition in a new way with each new generation? Because tradition's lost on us if we don't teach it to the new folks. Exactly. And to us as um, Methodist Christians, we have that Wesleyan quadrilateral, how we go about this thing of following God and thinking theologically about life, that it is scripture is the ultimate and highest part of that, but also tradition, reason, and experience. So tradition is important to us, but we can see from the traditions of the church that the traditions have had to change and and move with where the Spirit is moving with each new generation. But we continue to do some of the same things. Um, our scripture basis for this sermon series is Acts 2, verses 42 through 47. I want to share those with you. I'm reading them from the New Living Translation. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over all of them, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. So I still see that as um, the church still gathers to, to focus on our teaching, to worship God, to hear what God has to say to us, and then to, to go forth and um, live that in our lives. So I hear all those things we talked about in the Fruit of the Spirit sermons. They're being generous. They're being caring. They're being kind. Those are things that bring them respect in the community. They're worshiping, they're praying, they're observing the sacraments. Um, Sounds very much like the life of our church, although one of their worship services might look different than ours. Right. And we'll begin this series as we look to live in that same way as the early church, as we try to model ourselves after these things that Tammy just lifted up to us through Scripture by trying to start with a firm foundation, looking at our different roles, our different callings. And Mm -hmm. as Tammy mentioned in that passage of Scripture, we have a lot of work to do. And so we've got to use a lot of different modes of service to get them done together. So we hope that you'll join us as we worship here in the sanctuary at 10 o'clock on Sunday. But you can also join us online on Facebook or on YouTube. We look forward to worshiping with you this Sunday. Let it shine.